Good morning. Good morning. Thanks, class. Let's try that again. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> it, is, my hand. it is Friday. <laughs> it's Friday, August 12th. Yeah. It's not a heat wave today. It's great. It's I want summer not to end just yet. I oh I don't want it to end either. Yeah. But I don't like the heat waves. Yeah, the heat wave's done. And the humidity, I'm done. I cannot, I cannot breathe. It was nice walking out the door this morning. It, it right. was not bad this morning, yeah. I still felt a little bit of humidity, but not too much. I think they called it rain yesterday. I haven't seen it in a while. So <laughs> yeah, what was that? that was it was crazy. tears coming out of the trees. I don't know. <laughs> so we are at a shared universe podcast studio, our partner podcast studio. We've got Ming Chen on the boards. Good morning, Ming. Morning. Thanks, man. <laughs> and my co-host today is, oh, I didn't say who I was and what show this was, did I? Right. <laughs> uh, the rain threw me off. <laughs> Sorry about this that. Is, <laughs> this is Ian. <laughs> Sorry. Eastern Monmouth Area Chamber of Commerce, Meet Our Chamber Chat, Meet Our Members Podcast. And I'm Jennifer Eckhoff, and I don't really shouldn't announce myself because I've just made a big blunder out of this whole thing. Um, but anyway, I am Jennifer Eckhoff, the Executive Director. I'm Chris Parmigiani yeah. from CMIT Solutions. And our guest today is... Tom Mirabella from Wingman Planning. Yay! Yeah, there we That's go. the first time we've ever let you announce yourself. So, you know, welcome. No, <laughs> you got to use the bell. Oh, my God. Would you please remove the bell next time? <laughs> so, anyway, we are having a... What you were just asking me, we're having a slow month. Um, we don't have any events going on this month. We had a phenomenal beach bash on July 26th. Um, we had 75 people at Donovan's. Um, we had some great sponsors. We, have, of course, had our corporate sponsor, which is Nissan City. We had, um, I know I'm going to forget them all, but um, we had Provident Bank. Oh, yeah. Why did I do this to myself? Oh, wait, I have my cheat sheet in here. Hold on. I'm going to tell you right. who sponsored, I think. I hope. I hope. See, Tom, that was the one I forgot while we were sitting in the car. Mm. Mm. Is it on here? Oh, yes. See, ta-da. There you have it. We had Nissan City, our corporate sponsor. We had our big kahuna, which was packaging distribution resources. Our sunset sponsor was New Jersey Natural Gas. Our surf sponsors were Kirchen, PCS. Uh, County of Monmouth, Provident Bank, and Zager Fuchs. And our splash sponsors were Pension Parameters, Declan O'Scanlan, Senator, his Senator and District 11 or 13, sorry guys, and Jersey Shore Financial Planners. So that was our beach bash. It was really fun. Everybody said the food was good. Did you, you, you couldn't make it. We, I know you were there. No, we had a visit you, from COVID. Oh, that's right. You yeah. had your COVID visit. Yeah. Yes. Unplanned. Um, Pretty rude. Yeah, that was, yeah. you know, but I have to say it's interesting because we had like four or five people cancel that day for the same reason. Um, but anyway, uh, it was fun. It was, it was the night after the first heat wave. So it wasn't disgusting. Yeah. And we were really happy about that. It was so lovely. Um, and we had a really good time. Uh, it was interesting because Donovan's has Tie-Dye Tuesday. So there was like a dead cover band. Nice. And so we mingled fun. with all the people dancing and enjoying the music. It was fun. We had a good time. Um, <clears throat> always one of our favorite events, one of our three signature events. Um, and then we have, um, you know, so that was very exciting. So we've taken August off. We are starting back up in September. Our first September event is... Business Networking Breakfast. Why do you love that so much, Chris? Um, Tom comes frequently, and that's that's always a good thing. No, it's a great it's a great event. And you're the chair of the committee. Well, there's that, yeah, but there's you know, that. I have a great team. You do uh, have a good team. <laughs> it's a it's a small but mighty team, yes. and it's very fun. Um, <clears throat> and we are doing that at Middletown Art Center on September 14th. Our subject is the different pillars of retirement income. And what I love about the chamber, one of the things that's really cool is it's being brought to the present presentation is being done by two members of the chamber who um, Leo Wong from Grand Fest Financial Group and Bill Gallagher from Zenergy Retirement Planning. They do the same thing. They are in competing businesses, yet they're working together to share the information with the chamber. And I love that. Yep. Um, and we also want to thank our sponsor for that event, which is Friedman LLP and Grant Vest Financial Group. Um, and always, we want to thank Almost Home General for the yummy coffee and it's treats they provide us. The bread's amazing. Yes. Oh, my God. The banana bread. <laughs> to die for the banana bread. Um, really, I think that's why I go, is because when nobody else eats the banana bread, we, we get to bring it back to We should office. do a survey and say, why do you come? Is why do you come? Is it the banana bread? The oh, no, because some people <laughs> only come for the yogurt parfait. <laughs> that's true. Right. Um, you know, 
some of them like to come just watch me do something stupid, which is always a that's always a given at any event we have. I, I wish I could say something different, but, but you yes, can't, right? Yes. I know, right? <laughs> um, it, it was funny because Tom was in asked we were meeting up this morning and he was asking me, you know, what what's it like? And I go, well, nothing will surprise you because you've met me. But if you haven't met me, like I'm sure it was surprising the first time because you're like, who is this wacko who stands up and talks to everybody? So anyway, um, so we have that going on. We have um, on September 26th, our third signature event for the year, um, nine holes, three clubs, wacky putters, a golf event that you've never seen before. It's very fun. Um, we want to thank our presenting sponsors, Linda Berry, McCormick, Estabrook, and Cooper, Attorneys at Law. Packaging Distribution Resources, Provident Bank. Our cart sponsors are Kirchen Group, Lakeland Bank, and Noble Turf. Our reception sponsor is Willens, Attorneys at Law. This year we have a goofy gift bag, so there'll be gift bags given to the first 48 golfers, um, sponsored by Minuteman Press. Uh, closest to the pin is Vin Gopal Civic Association. And right now we have one tea sponsor for pension parameters. So um, we still have quite a few sponsorships left available. Um Many of them include golf. Many of them do not. Some of them do not. I shouldn't say many, but you can sponsor any way you want. Be part of it. You can play golf. Um, it does sell out. There is a limited number. It's nine holes. Scramble. Um, shotgun start at three. So we can only have so many to pull, right. pull it apart. So uh, to, you know, get get through the night before it gets dark. So anyway, we're doing that at Jumping Brook. We're very excited about that. So reach out to us if you have any questions about that. And then our business after hours in September is really unique this time. We're doing it at it's called Networking Night at the Museum. Okay. We'll be at Monmouth Museum on Brookdale's campus. Um, it's being hosted by Brookdale, and it's in conjunction with Monmouth Regional Chamber of Commerce. So, again, commerce, Chambers of Commerce bringing together people to network, meet each other, talk, get to know each other, share business stories, that kind of stuff. Um, or just share, share social stories. It is an after hours, you know. Um, but there'll be a new installment of an art exhibit at Monmouth Museum, and that is a Smithsonian traveling um, wow. Sonian institution traveling and it's votes and voices and votes democracy in America. Hmm. So it looks really cool. So we'll be having you know, all sorts of great stuff there. They, we have no sponsors yet for that event. So don't all bombard me at once. This is your chance. But it's your chance to get in and get. And you notice how early we thank our sponsors. I mean, I'm thinking we're thinking sponsors now for the end of September. So, you know, jump on board. The sooner you sponsor, the better. Um, speaking of sponsors. We'd like to thank our corporate sponsor, Nissan City of Red Bank. They're family-owned and operated at 120 Newman Springs Road in Red Bank. They have transparent pricing, efficient processes, and the respect you deserve. And right now, I think they're buying cars well, instead of selling. Yeah. So if you've got a car, they'll buy it from you. Um, they're really awesome. That to assumes work with. you don't need a car to replace it, which they could do as well. They could do that as well. Yes, I'm sure they don't mind. But, you know, either way. It's a two for one. Yeah, yeah it is. And, you know, I have to say, like, I say this all the time, but buying a car there is like, I haven't, unfortunately, have not needed a car. But buying a car there is so fun. I've been there when they've been selling cars. You get a prize wheel. They do bubbles. They do lights. It's like a huge celebration when you buy a car. It's a game show. Makes it fun. It yeah. is. And when you have the prize wheel, do you know that they've offered our chamber members opportunities to put prizes on the wheel? So that they can promote our chamber members as well as the community. Look at that. Buy a car, get a website. <laughs> there you go. You could do that. You could do that, Tom. By I all might, means, reach right out I to might Nick. stop on my way back. You should. Oh, my the God. They're fun. so fun. <laughs> you should. You should definitely. Spin the wheel. Should definitely. And the last bit of business we have to do is we're talking about the chamber's grown incredibly. And we keep saying this. And every month, I think, in our office, we are floored by how many people are joining us. And we're so happy to have them. Um this is not even a complete list because after we typed up the list yesterday, we had another new member. So, um, but since our last podcast at the end of July, um, we, <clears throat> these are our members that have joined us since then. So, uh, call your youth services, Danny's of Red Banks, Impurity Health, Atria Senior Living in Tinton Falls, Clark Clark and Noonan LLC, Sweet Green, Monmouth Museum, Small and Lupin and Company, Casali Jewelers, Elnaz Nazemi Resources Real Estate in Rumson, Holiday Express, Shorehaven Wealth Management, and Bright Eyes Optometry. Wow. So we welcome all of them. You know, we're very excited to say that we are very, very close to our 300 members in our chamber. Um, so when you're looking for 
networking opportunities, when you're looking for people that you have a business question about, you're running your own business. It doesn't matter what industry you're in and you need help. We have people who've been running businesses for six months, for 60 years, for 100 years. We have – no, we do have a couple of members who have been in business for over 100 years. They themselves. Well, family businesses, right. but running – okay. so we I have, took you literally. I'm sorry. Come on. Because you know <laughs> this chamber – I'm sorry. Yeah, right? <laughs> the chamber has been in business since 1928. Yep. So if you calculate that, we know I'm not 90-something. This is true. Because I mean, I frequently said I've only been doing this for five years, but there are many people before me, and we all learn from each other. And There is a wealth of knowledge. There is a wealth of knowledge. We have a depth and breadth to yes. this chamber's membership that provides any information you could possibly need Yeah. and share. It's a one-stop shop. It is. For... It's a happy place. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's better than McDonald's. It's a happy place. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Chris, you better take over. <laughs> it's okay, getting scary. We're not scary. 24-7 drive-thru. Let's continue. No, no, we're definitely not 24-7. Actually, we're right down the street from, well, I can't advertise for somebody who's not a member. I shouldn't say that, but next, I am right Next down, month. I am right down the street from that location now in our new office, and I did stop for the first time the other day and had some nuggets and fries for lunch. Of that said location. Of said location, yeah. yeah. Nice. How was it? You know, it, it was good. Was not healthy. Mm-hmm. By what? any means, um, nothing, in my opinion, beats a McDonald's French fry. Sure. But most of the time, instead of doing that, I'm going to quick check and getting their salads, incredibly fresh salads. And I ate at Sweet Green last week when they had their grand opening. I don't know if you guys have been there. They're in the Grove. Holy moly. Good. The freshest, crunchiest vegetables. They have quinoa bowls. They have, I mean, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. So good. So good. On the list. On the list. Got to get there. Got to get there. Next lunch time. Next lunch. Next, Next lunch. lunch. Yeah, because sweet green. It's awesome. And if it's nice, you can sit outside the Grove, watch people walk by. Yeah, people watch. People watching is my one of my favorite things. Fair. Yeah. One of my favorite things. So, so Tom. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. It's my pleasure. Um, why don't you tell us um, a little bit about how you got involved with sitting at the table with Chris and I? <laughs> Because I'm really sorry that you have to. No, I'm not. You'll love it. You'll be ha- really happy by the end of the day. I hope so. You better be. You, you're <laughs> supposed that was your lead in to say, I'm, I'm happy already right happy. now. I'm already Come happy. Come on. Friday, I'm ready to be happy. <laughs> I'm hoping it goes up from here. <laughs> Started out at nine o'clock, you know, at a, at a podcast in Red Bank. But uh, I'm here because Chris got me involved in the chamber. I, um, I was reaching out for a client who needed some IT support. And I reached out to Chris through a cold call just because uh, the CMIT name is a great name. And the client was is in the um, in the Monmouth County area. So I just called Chris, got spoke to him. He said to me as we were talking about, you know, a, a client, he said to me, are you in chambers and stuff like that? And I said, I'm in a, I'm in a few chambers down in the you know, oh, brick and um, Jersey Shore chamber. And he said, well, you know, he was telling me about this chamber and. He said, you should come to a breakfast, and that's how it all started. You did come to a breakfast. I did and come we to a breakfast. I'm so happy to see you at I'm our breakfast. i the banana bread wins people over. Well, I didn't even have it. So I wow. came to the breakfast un, unbeknownst to me about this banana bread, but now I'm going to have to come back yeah. for the banana bread. Yes, you will. You, did, you not eat, did you not have anything that morning? I didn't. I didn't. Wow. Wow. Coffee? Nothing. No, I don't drink coffee. Wow. We have tea. It's fair. We offer coffee and tea and water. Feels like an Italian Water. household now. You have to have Thank something. Great job. Thank you. Have to have Thank you. Yeah. Always. We're always there to aim. We aim to please. Yeah. When somebody said to me, don't you have tea? We we only have coffee here. Next month we had tea. Yeah. That suggestion box worked. The suggestion right. box works. I can't say it's a guarantee every time, but you know. So um, far, so good. Worst right. comes worst, you could heat it. You could heat up the water in a microwave. Right. We're one for one on, on <laughs> achieving. Yeah, achieving the goal. The goal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's awesome. So. Fair. So you came, you liked it, you joined the chamber. I did, I did. So tell us a little bit about your business. My business is Wingman Planning. We're a web and marketing agency located in Manasquan. Uh, we work with about 400 businesses uh, in New Jersey, outside of New Jersey. Uh, we've been in business 13 years, and um, we just keep doing what we do. That's great. Now we should give a shout out to not only Chris for referring you, but for um, you're a member of Barter Pays. I am. And we are also a member of Barter Pays. And because you're a member of Barter Pays, you can actually join the chamber and pay your dues through Barter Pays. 
So and win-win. that's what you did, right? And that was really awesome. Yep. Nice and easy. Um, so let's give a shout out to them. As shout, well. out, shout, shout out. Shout out to them. Shout, shout. Shout out. No, I, was, no. I was in their newsletter yesterday. It's a big week you for were? me. It is a, oh, my gosh. You did a fake podcast on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I'm getting blown up. Uh, <laughs> we're teasing. We've been teasing Tom because he did a po- He was a guest on a podcast on Tuesday, but it was via Zoom. So we're telling right. him it doesn't really count, even though we know it does because during COVID, we did our podcast via Zoom. So we can't knock it too much. But there. It's the next but, level of webinar. <laughs> Webinar 2.0. Exactly. <laughs> but it's not as much fun as sitting here. It is not. With me right. and with, with the Chris. headphones on and the mic know, in front right? of me. And this great water. The great water. And Ming, you know, because you've always and the, got it. And the bell. And the, the bell, bell, yes. The bell. Yeah. The bell. Bane of my existence. The darn bell. <laughs> I feel like we should. You want to play a little song on it, do you? <laughs> is, that, is that you're finding your note? Like, what's that for? <laughs> Oh, God, don't get me started. That's we, I feel like that was the frost of done. <laughs> when we first started doing this, um, Tim would co-host, and he's like, Jennifer, you can no puns and don't sing. No puns. No puns. And I'm very punny. Yeah. Right? right. That's pretty much my only humor. <laughs> so he's like, no puns and no singing. So that's why he doesn't get to be co-host every week anymore. Right. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. We, that's, see, we don't take all feedback. Some feedback's like, note it. Yeah. Noted. We'll call no, you I won't sing in front of you, but we'll other than that, oh, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Kevin McCormick. I am very funny. Thank you, Kevin McCormick. <laughs> Thanks for listening this morning. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So you need to help me out here. Ask, right. You know Tom a little bit better, and you know his business pretty well. So why don't you well, I think back him, ask him some interesting I questions? Mean, it's, I think it's interesting, Tom, when, when we met uh, and, and got to know each other a little better. How your business has grown. You started out with just you and a, and a, a kitchen partner. table. Yeah, a kitchen table. And now you have a, a staff and yep. you're you're out in the community and you're doing all these great things that tell us. I mean, like there's a lot of young businesses, as Jennifer said. So people have been, you know, I've been in business for about two years and three months. Um, but who's so, counting? Well, no, my <laughs> wife. No. <laughs> so it's 27 months and uh, three days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, I, when I, we had lunch that day, I enjoyed learning about the journey, how you yep, guys have sure. grown and how you – so tell that story because I think it's, it's, it's educational for all. Sure. So we started out – I started out work uh, in Long Island when I first started to uh, – in my business. And then you know, my wife had said to me, oh, I'd like to live on the Jersey Shore. And so we moved to the Jersey Shore. Lived in Point Pleasant Beach and, you know, um, and I, you know, I always said, oh, I have a, a business that I'm going to work from home and it's just going to be me and do my, you know, work and move, you know, and live on the Jersey Shore and it's, and, and life is great. And then, you know, um, then I had someone sitting at my kitchen table working with me. <laughs> and then I had another person sitting at the kitchen table working with me. And then my wife said, I think you guys might want to get an office. So we went and got an office. Or did she say, "Get the heck out of my kitchen"? No, she was pretty cool about oh, it. Oh, she like, like okay. legit, she was cool about it. Like okay. she didn't. She said, "Yeah, but I think maybe you start looking." Uh, and we were at the di- at that point. We moved to the dining room table. Oh, so, you expanded. You, know, we- <laughs> you expanded to the dining room. <laughs> we had two offices. You stepped up in the, the area. Dining, <laughs> dining room table was a little bit longer, so people had more room to work. Okay, there we go. We were scouting some territory in the basement. <laughs> Hey, that's your place. <laughs> you know, when you live in brick, you don't always have basements. That's, so that is true. Water. Right. Exactly. So, you know. We, it's way too hot in the attic. You couldn't have gone up either. So we decided, so we moved into a little uh, office suite in um, Manasquan. And, um, you know, then I hired another person and then hired another person. And now we have 18 full-time employees wow. um, in Manasquan. We have a couple of people that are full-time remote uh, that don't live in this area. And then but and then we have some people that well, were, were in office during before the pandemic that now have either a hybrid schedule or are fully work from home. You know, we're trying to make it work for everybody so mm-hmm. that, um, you know, that the jobs get done, the clients are happy, and that the employees are happy. So, you know, okay. we're um, we're trying to do, you know, a, we have a different number of different setups based on the employee um, so that they can do their job as best as they can. And uh, we have, you know, so we have a, a building in Manasquan that we work in. Um, and, uh, you know, we've just been growing and we try to, we're very involved in the community, especially in that uh, Manasquan Point Brick area. We run a um, perpetual food drive. It started out six years ago. Myself and our chief operating officer, Chelsea, worked on a, um, just a, a, a food drive at the holidays. Well, people aren't just hungry at the holidays. They're hungry all year round. So mm-hmm. 
We worked with the Brick Morning Rotary, uh, where we have, I'm a member and uh, Kristen from our staff is a member, and we started to put out bins. The Rotary helps us collect the bins. We store all the food at our office, and then once a month, um, myself or Chelsea or the Rotary, depending on whose turn it is, picks a nonprofit that gets all the food, and they get a check from the Rotary in addition to the food so that it makes an impact to their organization. Wow. We've been doing this for about two years now. We've probably given out about, I would say, 17 or 18 um, food donations. Uh, so it's, it's roughly every month. Every month to six weeks, we are giving out a donation to an organization uh, in need. Uh, so we've been doing that. And then we also do a toy drive uh, around the holidays. Um, we own a transportation limousine company. So we, with, with that company, we uh, have trolleys and we do a toy drive trolley. We put bins in businesses um, and I dress up as Santa. Chelsea dresses up as a reindeer. And right, you know, in, um, right around the holiday time, we'll go and collect toys. Last year, we um, collected over 4,000 toys wow. to give to eight local nonprofits. Wow. So, you know, we try to give back as much as we do business in the community. We also try to give back to the community because we want, you know, everybody to be successful, happy, you know, That's great. cared for. That's really cool. Right. We, I, we're finding um, so many more people, their community consciousness is rising. Sure. Um, uh, and it's really um, heartwarming mm -hmm. to see that everybody really starting to support each other. Yep. Um, nonprofit or otherwise, you know, just just offering that support and caring about everybody else being successful and, and not just such a Mimi society, which is really, really nice. Um, we have quite a few. What, we actually had a grand opening in this building yesterday with another member who does this something very not food, but a similar. Mm -hmm. Their goal is to give away so much um, <clears throat> in, you know, just to give back to nonprofits. It's great. So it's, it's great. It's a great model for a biz successful business, I think. I think it's great, too, because these are people, you know, Chelsea and I always said when we started giving back to the community, it's where we work and live. Like, mm -hmm. so we, you're not going to see us giving back to something that's outside of our community. So Monmouth and Ocean County are where we work and live. And that's where primarily uh, a good majority of our clients are. So that's where we're going to spend our efforts. We're not going to you're not going to see us giving away things in Bergen County and down in the Philly area. It's just not who like that's not where our business is. So we you know kind of our philosophy is where we work and live and as we expand we're going to take that model with us though because we do believe right. that if you have the community support it helps the business support yeah. and you know we think that giving back is important and i think that when you look at you know areas you know that need help like that little bit of support just goes a long way it really does it really does it charity starts at home it does charity starts at home and you know ideally as jennifer said especially in today's environment you know it, each week we have some new flavor of the week we you know hey want a mass flood you want you know mm -hmm. monkey pox economy <laughs> there's you know hey, there's a new flavor COVID is so week. old now we've got monkey pox i was actually told by my nephew that it was i was not it's passe to get COVID. Oh, it's very. It's very like I, yeah. I, by the way, have not, I did. I was the I was the caretaker. Um, I have to say, shortly after that, <clears throat> I had my first experience. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, I, when when everybody was getting sick, you're like, I don't want to be the last person standing. Yeah, and I was, but you know, but you know, in, in all sincerity, like that that mindset of you know what you say is like you're helping the people in your area, and ideally, everybody's doing that. If everybody starts to take that mindset, it takes the army, it takes the village. But yeah. You know, we help each other out. People, you know, everybody, it's ebbs and flows. You know, if you're in business, something you said about, I want to go back to something you said about the workplace. Um, you know, you hear companies that are struggling, larger companies, especially with the work from home model. But I think the smaller companies are teaching the larger companies that it really doesn't matter where you are. It's the quality of the work. It's the work-life balance. And you get better productivity from your associates when they can live their life and just be accountable to do their role wherever it may be. I agree with that. You know, the one thing that I don't, you know, we have, I have more than half my staff works at some point at home. I just, you know, I like the, I like the camaraderie in the office. I like the sharing of ideas in the office. I like getting on a whiteboard and being able to use it. But on the other side is I totally agree with you. I just think that we weren't built as humans to work, to live and work at home and be home 24 hours a day. Yeah. Like, so alone. I, I, alone. And right. that's we are I, a pack. We are a pack. Right. I, I feel like that's the part that, you know, and you can't just bring everybody back and you can't go from working from home for the last two and a half years and bring everybody back on the same day. It would be chaos. But on the other side is it's trying to work 
into things like we did a um, a, a group night a, a team building night a few weeks ago and we went out on the golden eagle and out of belmar and we did a fishing sunset cruise from 4 to 8 p.m and it was great to see people that you know some work from homers with the non-work from homers just kind of hanging out and chatting getting to know each other and i think that that's an important part especially in a small business mm-hmm. we're not a big huge corporation where it, you know you're in departments and you never see anybody like we're we're a small team like where everybody knows everybody yeah but to say like i love that one of the things we talked about a lot during COVID, a lot on our our calls and our zooms that we had <laughs> was um you know how to maintain that culture that company culture um when everyone was remote at the time and then how to do it while you're bringing people back and then how to do it. You know, we haven't discussed it now because everybody thought it would get back to normal and it's a, this is no. now. Well, normal. this is normal. This is normal. Exactly. So yeah. how to make, yeah. how to keep that co- company culture there. And I think like you just said, the team building is huge, you know, asking people to really come get together at least once in a while um, to, to get that camaraderie back, especially you're in a creative business. So again, the brainstorming and the in-person you feed off each other. We are the same way in our office. So, you know, we, I, I completely understand that when you're talking about the corporations and the departments and stuff like that, though, there's still, I think it behooves the corporations to take that information as well and make, you know, they almost have to work harder to keep that culture. Mm -hmm. Um, but be flexible or they're not going to have a, a work, you know, a, a team to work with. <laughs> so, you know, you mentioned team outings and I, I used to work for big corporates and we'd have team outings. And when you said that, I was I wonder from your perspective, you probably did team outings prior to COVID. We did. My suspicion is, is that the one on last week was probably even more productive because you're not because typically in a team outing, we're sitting in our we're sitting in a meeting at four o'clock and then at five o'clock, we're all on a boat. And really, it's like so that it was like it was just like, oh, it's a kind of another activity versus yeah. this feels more like a purposeful event saying everybody come together yep. and let's enjoy each other. Not on Zoom, not on not on in, in, with any kind of technology mm-hmm. in, in between. So is that am I, is my suspicion? Yeah, correct? It, it was. Yes. Yeah, so, and it was very fun. And everybody had a good time. And the nice thing with the fishing was, you know, we brought food, we brought adult beverages, we brought <laughs> adult some, beverages are some very people, important. some people fish, some people hung out, some people there, you know, it, 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 the boat was big enough that you could do whatever you want. We had rented the whole boat. So nobody else was on it. That wasn't part of wingman. So, and we did this one without um, spouses, girlfriends, boyfriends, just the team. We're going to run another one where they can, where you can bring your spouses, significant others, everything like that, just so that you know there's more camaraderie. But I think that there's some that I like to do just the team, and then mm-hmm. otherwise. And we're going to plan another one, you know, for the fall. And it came up in in some of the reviews. We do like this, uh, what would I call a one three five? So we ask everybody like what their goals are for the one year, the three year, and the five year. Both, you know, from a financial perspective, from a from a personal growth, from a team growth, so that we understand what ev- what's what what ticks for everybody. You know, you can't man. I don't believe that you can manage across the board the same way. Mm-mm. Everybody has a unique personality. Everybody has different goals, different ambitions, different things that make them tick. So I want to kind of understand that as as the owner of a business so that I can help everybody get to their own personal development. And I want them to reach their targets. You know, recruiting and hiring has a cost to it. So, mm-hmm. and if you have no good people that have, that understand the culture, understand the values. And again, our values are built on integrity and, you know, hard work and, you know, supporting the customer and being their wingman. So I want people that understand that mentality. A person who's, you know, a, a nine to fiver and is going to walk in at nine and walk out the door at five and it doesn't matter what's going on, they're, they're not really going to be a good wingman employee long term. It's the person that cares about their clients, understands that there are deadlines and what we need to do to make sure that we, you know, achieve those goals. We're by no means are we perfect, but we try our best to be there for our, our ourselves, our team and our clients. What's your background for, I mean, those management skills and running your business are completely different than what you do when you're in your business. Sure. So what's your background in both areas that made such a good mix for you? Or are you just that brilliant? No, no, no. I'm not that brilliant. No. (laughs) Let me start off by saying I have a great team. Let me hold on. Courtney Alessi says difference makes the world go round. Differences make the world go round. Yes, they do. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Courtney, for listening. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) 
I told you to have your family time Hi. chime in. I'd read out. Hi, Courtney. How to <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. Yes. I, you know, my background is I went to school for marketing. I went to I, I worked for a couple of big corporations before I went out on my own. Like I said, when we first started, when I was sitting at the kitchen table, I never thought I would have a staff. But I think I always say like every quarter or every every six months, my job has to change. My job has to change to the next responsibility. So I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to educate myself. I'm, you know, to learn about this. And again, I think about it as very, very simple. Like when you learned in kindergarten, you treat people like you want to be treated. You, you know, so if you, if I want to understand, you know, what's important to Chris and what makes Chris tick, that means I wanted someone to do that along the way for when when, when I was, you know, and I think along the way I learned from big companies, you know, the discipline of showing up every day, being there, being accountable to the work. But then I think where they lacked is, you know, supporting, understanding people's goals. Like my goal when I was younger was I wanted to learn everything. When I worked for a corporation, I wanted to grow fast with them. And like they had systems in place, like where you had a, a you know certain amount of raises per year. You had a so you can't jump too many levels. The process, and a process, yeah. and there was people that were in the. Well, jobs that's Chris's favorite process. Not that process. Yeah. Not that process. Not that process yeah. Because that's it's limiting. Yeah, it's a limiting process, yeah. but it's it's a scaled thing. It's a scaled thing, and and where what you said is which I agree because I worked for big corporates as well. <clears throat> if you pay attention, you can learn a lot, and you can learn a lot of what's good and what's bad, what drives people. And when you're managing people, it's, you know, 18 messages, mm-hmm. same message, but 18 different, different messages to, to say, say it. it. And that's how you get there. And I think when, when you start big corporations start to, when you look the large corporates, <clears throat> it, they, that, that, that mentality is hard to scale. It's hard, it to, hard to, scale. it's hard to have the majority of one. Like I'm mm-hmm. only concerned about you right now in this conversation, but I know that I have 16 other limitations where, well, Tom, you got to check these three boxes before I can say good job, even though he's doing a great job. You're absolutely right. And I think that, in a small business, as we and as we scale, we're we're thinking about these things. You know, like I said, my chief operating officer is Chelsea Ryan, and we spend many hours just working on process of how to make it work, how to make people, you know, m- make it work so that the teams grow efficiently, effectively. We put two managers, you know, in place. We have Amy who runs all of our development and design work. We have Dave who runs all of our account management, so that. You know, people roll up to those two guys and then they roll up to us. And I think that that has helped us because it's kind of taken some of the 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 day to day questions you ask about the business Mm -hmm. questions. You know, Dave and Amy handle the business questions while we're working on the people and working on developing, you know, kind of the next tier of growth and how to how to how to scale to that next level yeah, I, I find like it's very the working in the business and working on the business when you're a small business is such a fine line because but you got to do both because yeah. you got to be successful you need to you need right. to manage you need to manage the customer and you need to manage cash flow once you have those down you can start working outside of the business right. but you got to get those otherwise you're not going to have a business. Right, right. It's a, it's a very fine line. And um, it's always that. And I think you hit an even finer line at each growth spurt. You know, when you know it's time to grow, mm-hmm. hitting that is very, um, yeah, it's just I, all very interesting. I want to say something. Wingman Planning is such a great name. And it, more importantly, I would say, I've you know, I've had lunch with Tom and Chelsea. And they actually are each other's wing purse. It's 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 good to see like a management team, an owner, but understands the value that someone like Chelsea brings to the table. And so mm-hmm. it's you know it's when you're when you're in a conversation with the two of them, you see like wow, these two really know how to leverage each other's skills and talents, and they feed off each other very well. And how long has Chelsea been with you? Six and a half uh, years. Yeah. And you know when. You- I, I always say to people when we talk about like that relationship, it didn't happen overnight. It happened by failures. It happened by, you know, kind of banging our head against the wall and saying, what do we have to do here? So it, it, it's come over time. And I think, you know, again, when I think about um, Dave coming to us about two, about, about, um, about a year and a half ago, and then Amy moving up in her position about a year ago now. That was like when we started to say, but again, when you get to that scale and cash flow question, you got to make sure that you can support that extra role because mm-hmm. that those two extra roles that they cut into cash flow. But again, we're not playing, and you know, Chelsea and I have had this conversation a hundred times. We're not playing for tonight, for tomorrow, for the end of 2022. We're playing for the end of 
2030, 2040. We're 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 thinking 10, 20 years down the line, mm-hmm. you know, for 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 the for the end day. So like we're not playing for the end of this year or the end of you know the first right. quarter of next year. And because of that, it also you know with that kind of leadership that trickles down to your employees mm-hmm. and your employees see it. You know, you were talking about we're talking about the big business, the little business. The one thing you've done, you know from both conversation in the past and in today, it's interesting because there's a lot of small businesses and it happens on sports teams and other things where you don't know how to be successful. Like you say, I, I need to do a good job. It's, well, well, but you know, human nature is like, but what if I do a really good job? What's next? And if you don't have that plan, you can't share that plan, that vision, after a while, it becomes like, it doesn't really matter what I do. I can just show up. And that's where you get the nine to five. And you get that, that quit and, and stay you, get, you, you might get somebody who starts out so excited who then becomes that nine to five. Complacent. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and goes, well, you know, it doesn't matter if I work 50 hours a week or 40 hours a week. It's still going to happen. Because Tom doesn't thing. care. And if Tom did, why should I care? But it's, right. it's that passion that you bring. Yeah. You and Chelsea as a leadership team and you and you show that. And it becomes infectious. You give something people to strive. You know, they have something. I don't understand what success looks like. And then you give them metrics of how do you get there. That's one thing you could say in some respects the corporate space is good at. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the corporate space then gets overridden by the policies and procedures of like, well, it's not really fair because Thomas, we did one more day before I can tell you yeah. that you're able to move forward. And then that one day could be the day that Thomas says, I don't get, I'm back. This is interviewing. I got something else. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm a big process person, but the process, you have to be careful because culture eats process. Right. And so you have to be a pay, you got to balance the two out. Right. uh, To get what you really need. You know, and I think you got to be there. You got to see what's going on. Like, I feel like a lot of um, owners feel like, well, they don't have to show up anymore. Now they're the owner. And, you know, I think that I'm on site. I'm there. I'm with them. When we have a problem, you know, we get in the weeds. So it's just a matter of understanding. And and again, it's a balance. And, you know, everybody's got to put a priority to everything. And, you know, that makes the world go round. Everybody's different. But, you know, right now, where we are at Wingman with our growth, we want to be in the day-to-day of, uh, of of being at Wingman. It's it's a fun place. I always said, you know, people say to me from time to time, when are you going to sell Wingman and retire? I said, I'm one, I have no hobby, so I can't retire. <laughs> I got to find some hobbies. Your wife won't let you back at the, at the kitchen table to start all over, so. So I, but I also said, when it becomes not fun, mm-hmm. that's when I don't want to When it's a job. It. When it becomes a job. Like, I get up every morning. Yesterday... Crazy story. I was able to get. Uh, I had an opportunity to get some chairs, but they said to me, "If we ship them, it's going to be you know." It's, it was a big shipping cost to the chairs. The chairs were in Connecticut. Chelsea and I rented a box truck yesterday, and we drove to Connecticut. So we left at eight o'clock yesterday morning. We got back at three o'clock. We got these twenty-five brand new chairs. Our conference room looks awesome. But at the same time, today I'm starting here. I'm going to be back in Manasquan at 11 for a meeting, another meeting at two. It's a Friday afternoon. Uh, somebody said to me, you have an easy day today? I go, I got five meetings today and I love it. And I don't think right. twice about it. And that's part of, but I enjoy what I do. And again, I think that that's what makes the team, you know, click because again, I'm not the guy who's not around that they can't call after two o'clock on a yeah. Friday yeah. to say, Hey, um, I am tapped out this afternoon. So, yeah. you know, I, and I, I, that's just part of our culture culture and who we are. And like I say, I love what we do. We um, run similarly in our office. I mean, we have, you know, in a nonprofit, you can't always afford to pay, mm-hmm. you know. So our one of our big things is we are very flexible with ours. Mm-hmm. Very. Um, the work gets done when we're all in there because there's now, I mean, we've grown so much. There's now, in the last year, there's now four of us in the office. That's awesome. Which is great, great. because for a year, it was just me. Then it was me and a volunteer, and then it was me and Jill. And so we've now, you know, everybody's moving up. We're growing. It's really awesome. We have so much fun when we're all four there together. Like to the point we have to remind ourselves to stop and do our work sometimes. <laughs> but but it, it makes a huge difference. But then I also know if I have to go out, I can say to them, guys, I'm I'm taking the day off. I need to do something with my daughter, but I'm available by my phone. Other days I'll say, I'm off the grid today. Any questions unless the building's on fire? And I can trust them to handle everything. And that's great. Yeah. That's and when then, you know that you've done a good job as a leader. And it's, right. yeah, they, you, you know, I can trust it, but we have, but I don't really like to leave them when they're all there. Yeah. Like when I have to go out and they're all there, I'm like, man. You're missing the fun. Oh, yeah, I'm missing exactly. the fun. Like holy only knows what's going to happen. They probably have banana bread. They probably they right. go, you know what? Because some of them live close enough to they where they go delivered. pick it up for yeah. me. Yes. They're, they would do that. No, they wouldn't. Um, but you they should leave d- and come back one time. Just like do a the fake other day, I had yeah, to- Leave for like an hour. Right. Like, 
Oh, I forgot something. I'll be gone. And if the they eat banana day. bread, we um, know it's I'm over. There's know, a disco yeah. ball that drops. Well, they <laughs> said to me. They said to me when I walked in yesterday. All four of them were there, and they said to me, "Oh, did your did your husband tell you he stopped by yesterday? I had left to go to a meeting, and my husband had stopped by the office. Like I'm like." Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. Like, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we were about ready to leave." And then Ray walks in. I'm like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> so, Did you ask your husband if he had the banana bread. Right. I, oh, you know what? I'm going to ask him that tonight. Get the rest they of the story. Right. Sneaky right. banana. Ray, did, did they have, have that banana sneaky bread? banana bread? Right. What time was it? Could have been happy hour. Well, you know, it's funny because we we do have some things in the office, but I've measured it. I put a line on the bottle just to check them. No, right. Water can fix that. Problem. Years ago, this is funny. <laughs> Someone went in, we had a bottle of, uh, someone brought a bottle of Grey Goose for me. Uh-huh. And then somebody comes back to me one day and goes, we put it in the freezer. Someone come back to me and goes, we have a problem. I said, what's the problem? They said, the Grey Goose is frozen. <laughs> but vodka doesn't freeze. Right. So right. Either, oh my. either somebody, <laughs> yes. I think, personally, I think that the cleaning company at the time. Might have had a little bit of vodka while they were cleaning. Yes. That's why they were the cleaning company at the time. At the time, you, I, you I, see the people who put the thing in the refrigerator at work, like this is mine, don't touch. Like this is my bottle. It's like it's not the norm, but you stole my lunch and my bottle. Of vodka. You know, you, at that point, just take my lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know where we were talking about. You don't like to like. We aren't a group. Humans are not necessarily people who like to work alone, right? So we moved to a new office building. Mm-hmm. So we're at one end. There's an engineering company at the other end. Okay. Then there's small office suites in the middle, and then one unused space. So there's one person that's in the office suite every day. The others, we'd never even see anybody. So we've actually like gotten to the point now, like on the way to the bathroom, you stop and visit, you go and tell somebody you're leaving or like, and none of us are in the same company yet. We all still have that need to like come down and and we've done, we've actually done building lunches. Oh, that's the fun. We've, you know, we have a kitchen, a shared kitchen and it's like somebody goes, oh, I filled the waters this week. Oh, you know, it's really become like, it's just really fun. Yeah. I like and the that. Whole, so not only is my office fun, but the building is fun. I don't you should have, have a building happy hour. You've got Mikey. Oh, that's true. I got a cat. You should have building happy hours. We could. We could. Invite Chris. Those engineers. Mikey. <laughs> and Tom. Like, what, like... Chris and Mikey and Tom. The engineers work really hard, though. They, I don't think they laugh as much in their office as we do. But if you that's, that's a shot of fireball, they probably would loosen it. Right. You're probably right. <laughs> you know, maybe I will plan that. That would be really fun. Invite us and Mikey. Yeah. And Mikey. Mikey doesn't travel. He doesn't. He doesn't have a little travel case. (laughs) Mikey needs, yeah, Mikey needs to start giving away. Have you you met Mikey? I have not. Oh. You you haven't met him on Zoom then? No. Well, we haven't done, this is our first podcast together. No. Uh. No, We've had Zooms, but we didn't classify them. Mikey Mikey was the star during COVID. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Mikey visits Chris's. Mikey does a lot of Chris's work, actually. You'll see well, him on the computer of, typing. Well, dog, unfortunately, has, is no longer with us. And so right. now Mikey has full reign. So he doesn't – he's now more of an on-the-road kind of guy. Oh, so he's not in there all the time. He's on the second and third floor. He leaves me alone. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's great. I miss him. I, I'm sure you do. Because even when Mikey would go outside, Mikey would sit and look in from the window and watch Chris work. It yeah, was really... this cat terrorized me during COVID. It was so funny. It was miserable. I mean, it was great for others. Yeah, um, we and, all loved it. I mean, <laughs> people really, a lot, it would not just, a lot of people knew Mikey. It's like, I'm Oh, it wasn't owner. just me. Was no, like, it was just. I, I got to get Mikey, like I got to like, brand a logo on him or something you and put him out there. also get him a business card. I, think, like, I got him oh a tap talk. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, my God. But yeah, they, uh, Fun times. You That's know, funny. Uh, yeah, we talked Mikey. about your, you know, we've talked about the HR side of it. We talked about the fun side of it. You talked about recruiting. Do you have any secrets? Because right He's now, not sharing secrets. Well, we're, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, <laughs> hiring, tips. hiring, you said something that I completely agree with. Hiring comes at a cost. And, you know, when I was working for big corporates, you'd have, you know, you might have two or three openings. You're coming into your busy time. And, you know, my mindset, I'm sure you're probably the same as like, a good hire is worth waiting for. A bad hire creates problems, creates waste. And so you run short. Money and loses time You'd rather because... run short at times and say, I'd rather know that it's not getting done by in, you know someone who's not doesn't care and just have the extra work. But what what's the what you guys have eighteen people you have what, sounds like you have pretty stable people. We we have we have stable people. We have had a little bit of churn um in this great resignation and you know, we haven't been perfect at it. But and I think that's a lot of the newer people uh 
the our, we have long-standing people like i said chelsea's six and a half years amy's five years uh tony's seven and a half years jill's five years i'm trying to figure out who was sitting at the christmas at the kitchen table with you Tony. Tony. And then we had an intern at the time. Oh, okay. Tony was Tony started out. She was the first one at the okay. dining room table. Okay. And then and then we had an intern. And then that's when we decided to move. And then once we moved, that's when Chelsea joined us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where's right. the intern? The intern is working not with Wingman. Okay. But uh he had a good run. He had a good run as an intern. And okay. He didn't like the transition from the, the kitchen and the dining room. I'm on He's an like, office. Like no, guy. there is not enough snacks here now. I liked access to the kitchen. My next stop was a living room. Only. I'm not, <laughs> not going. going to an I'm office. not going to an office. I'm not office material. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, some of our long timers have been there. You know, four, four plus. You know, we've had a number of employees that have been at the company four years or longer. Um, and then, you know, now we're, we constantly have, you know, job openings posted on our website that people could, you know, apply to. You know to. you can post them on the EMAC website as well? Yes, I did know that. And we're going to probably post one coming up for Cool, because the more that are there, the more people look, the more Her, opportunities I, you get. I, I well, agree. Who said that? Just, just whispering. Who's, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. interesting. Sorry, I totally interrupted. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Go right ahead. So you have some jobs coming up. So and we, we use all the sites, you know, um, Indeed, LinkedIn, all those guys. I think though we also have done well with um, referral hires, like people that know people that are looking for jobs. And I think that that brings also a le level of credibility to them that someone else is vouching that works at our company. So that works too. But we're 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 still navigating but the waters of this. That field. last piece, referrals. When you were when you, that speaks to your culture. If if someone's so happy that says, hey, you know what, I love my job. Come work with me. Mm -hmm. You don't see that at you know, people that are working in sweatshops like, no, yeah, stay unemployed. Like, you're better <laughs> off. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Live under that bridge. That, it's way you know, better. That, honestly, it speaks to your culture. Mm -hmm. that, that people say, this is such a good job. I'd want you to, I'd want to bring a friend into it. It's yep. no difference than a referral for business. Yep. You refer people you trust, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. So, it, again, that's another kind of hat tip to your culture and what you and Chelsea and, and team have created that people say, this is a good place to work. Yep. You know, every, we all work because we have to. If you're, if you're able to and make it fun. It's not a job. Yeah. Right. And so it sounds like that's what you guys have created. And, you know, I've worked in companies where I worked at Power Bar years ago. And it was, you could argue, it was almost like just like a bunch of people that like to go mountain biking after work that did some work during the day. Mm -hmm. And it was oh, fun. Wow. It was yes. that kind of fun. Yeah, that is cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of... Um, Lots of obviously marketing companies out there, lots of website builders out there. What is other than which I loved you touched on before is that every em, every employee is your client's wingman, which obviously is one of the ways you stand out. But what are like by doing that? What does what does that mean? And what do you think sets yourself apart from some of the other businesses out there that do similar things? Sure. I think that our team is dedicated to our clients. They understand the client and they understand that and we under, we, we have an agreement with them that we're going to do a great job for them and we're going to do the best we can to help them grow their business we're going to make them a website that they're proud of that they that looks good that is a good you know from a functionality standpoint works well from a development standpoint is built correctly so that you know that they have a you know a a, a piece of work that they're proud of and that we're going to be there if there's any questions, comments, concerns, issues, we're going to be there. We have somebody that answers our phones from 830 to 5, Monday to Friday, which, again, in my space, a lot of people do not have. A lot of people are smaller, you know, have a few employees and they're answering on a cell phone. We have, you know, a dedicated person from 835 to take calls. We have account managers who have, you know, company um, iPhones that so that their clients can text and reach out to them. Uh, and, you know, we try to, we strive for outstanding service. We have 135 or so five-star Google reviews. And, you know, our job is to be their wingman, to be there. Most of the businesses we work for don't have full um, marketing teams. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, it's, it's either we deal with the owner or a person who handles the marketing. But so we're dealing with a lot of, you know, companies that don't have a marketing team. So we act as like their marketing team like we're you know that will help them with their web their marketing their social media and again to hire all those skill sets is 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 a lot because it's a lot expensive. and and <laughs> but what's really interesting is and i don't know if people realize the importance of having that i know mm -hmm. when i say that we've grown so much it has been we attribute so much of that to taking the leap 
and putting Jill into our marketing manager. You know, she doesn't do everything you guys do, but she is the one person dedicated to working on what's our messaging, where are we going, how are we getting there, and then doing our social media. And we've grown immensely She's done an since amazing then. Job. She's and it's been only a year since she started doing this. That's so so it's good. it's crazy. And I don't know that people realize like it was a big step. Do we really take that? And invest in that right now because then we're going to have to find somebody to replace her in the office, which meant, yeah. um, but probably the smartest move we ever made. So even if you can't do it on your own, you that's know, why I think coming to us, right? And again, you know, when you look at um, the, the 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 different jobs, you know, you have a website. You know, within a website, you have a designer and a developer. It's not the same skill set. No. When you look at social media, <clears throat> you have social media ads. You have social media marketing. It's social media content. You have content in pictures and videos. You have uh, pay per click everything. Those are all different skill sets. So our web developer doesn't write social media or do, do an email blast. Our email blast people don't do develop websites. So. It's such different skill sets. So I think coming to a place like us, you could have a one-stop shop, have one person that you work with at Wingman to be your wingman, and then they work with the team behind the scenes to get the work done, which I think is a big value. And, you know, I, I said years ago, I didn't want people cross, like, I didn't want the people developing websites also writing social media content. It's just a different skill set, you know, and I think that people kind of lump, and even they lump Chris, Chris's skill set into- Exactly, you know, yeah. Ours, because they'll say, well, websites and IT, you're the IT guy. But it's, it's in my world, it's like, it's like if you're building a house, the framer's not gonna be doing the spackle. <laughs> right. No, definitely right. not. Like, so it's, it's the same kind of thing in my world. Like you have all the different trades and we have all the different trades working. And then you have like a general contractor who's, you know, making it all happen and making everything, making, making it all work seamlessly. And that's, you know, what we try to achieve at Wingman. We try to be, um, you know, we have an account manager who works with the client and gets all their information, gets it to the team and sends it to the right places. And then the, the team puts it together and puts together the end product for the client. That's great. Cause you're right. I mean, it, it takes a different person to do everything and hiring that as a small company it's hard you've, you've got to outsource that yeah. you can't support that and um you know finding a place that does it well where you've got the whole team together to handle the whole thing is really well it's awesome. it's 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 a set we're all kind of in that same business in what we all do what i do what you do what accountants do it's outsource the skill you don't have so you can focus on the business that you do do mm -hmm. and but it's it, it's building the trust with those people and mm -hmm. so you know the client's got to feel the value understand you know i always talk with my clients about peace of mind i deliver peace of mind since so you do the same yeah. thing it's like you know i don't put someone to work on a website that also is writing content because just because it's in the same general area like oh what's a web it's all the same it's not it's not and, it's definitely different and you you you're part of what you said earlier about you and chelsea looking at you're not looking at next week and so sometimes you're going out and i'm sure there's been times where you say we need another developer the books don't say we should get it we but you do it because you're not looking for tomorrow it's a longer term mm -hmm. plan and you make those sacrifices because if you do the right thing the right the first time you know, it's less wear and tear, et cetera. So it's I, it's it's great to see, and it's also great to hear others say because you know I think there's others in in, the, in your space and in, in the spaces of outsourcing that if you get that mentality, it works. It takes time. It's not an overnight thing, and there's days that you you know it, it's 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 tough. You know, there's something came up yesterday, and one of my guys called me and said, "Hey, listen, we have to we were we were contracted to do X, but." Really, what do you want to do? Because if we do X, it's not going to get us all the way there. And the custom, there could be some issues down the road. And, you know, to that point is, because we're not playing for today, for tomorrow, mm -hmm. I said, do the right job. Do the job the way it should be done, regardless of what was contracted. The guy's going to be happy. The guy's going to want to do more work with us in the future. And it will be beneficial for his business and our business long term and the referrals and all those other things mm -hmm. that go with it. Then to do if we were, did what we contracted to do in six months, a year, the guy's going to say, well, how come this isn't the way it's supposed to be? Right. Or it's and, not doing what and, I wanted and, to do. Yeah, to, to, and, and again, if you look at the contract, the contract says to do the smaller job. But on the other side of that, a plan for the long is that we're gonna we're gonna do the right job and do it completely. Take a, a hit on this first part, but know right. that long term it's, it's gonna be beneficial. It's a great move. I wanted to shout out to Heather Baker. She's been listening and she actually said good morning TGIF a while ago, but she also did say Jill is the best. And uh, Kevin Moot said good morning. So good morning, Kevin. Hey, hello, nice Kevin. to have you join us. Um, 
So I love this when everybody's quality Quality first. first, Always always love that. Yes. That was from Kevin. So Kevin, thank you. (laughs) Um, that's the part I love when everybody chimes yeah. in and it's it's hard to interrupt the conversations, but yet it's so nice when everybody jumps in and says fun things. But Tom, something you just said like about that the scenario yesterday, um, I think that's one of the many things that makes your company different. And I, I think others should, you know, it's something that, that we try to do the same way. It's a way. great model. It's a model of saying like, I could do what I said I would do and I'd be right. Technically, I'm right. I'm technically I'm right, but fundamentally, and the way I want to operate, and why I want people to perceive me in the market, it's wrong. It doesn't fit your narrative, and so you say, "Listen, yeah, you gave me ten dollars to do this, but I know I should do this, and so I'm just going to do it because it's the right thing to do." And you know, if being I in business, ten dollars will you do what I ask? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's you know, it's something you think about, like you know, young young kids. You're bringing you know, as you're raising kids, and it's like, well, this is all I do. It's like, yes, it's not so black and white. And so, mm-hmm. you know, having that, and then you know, getting your team to realize that. So that that conversation yesterday is another example of you as a leader saying, this is where the bar is. Yep, it could be here, and that would be good enough. But we're not just good enough, and so. And I said to the account manager on the job, I said, you understand why we're going to. And she was like, I absolutely do. And she said, I thought we should do it this way. So to me, that means that was a win. It was a bigger win to me that she, she knew. knew that was the right thing to do, but needed to. She validated yep. what she knew. Shout out you to had Nicole on that one. Yay. Yeah. Great job, Nicole. <laughs> Nicole should. Let's promote her. <laughs> Hey. But sorry, well, I, why don't we just have her run the business? Let's <laughs> talk to Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea, he does have list on Chelsea. <laughs> go have lunch with Chelsea. But you no, talk it, to her about that. You know, I'm, honestly, you, you and your and Chelsea and the team. That's something that you should be proud of because she knew that. So next time she'll just do it and yes, she'll exactly. report back to you, and it makes it that much better for the for the client because now it's straight through. Mm-hmm. It's that's when we were talking about the corporate. You can't answer questions because it's like well, the policy and the procedure says I can't. I know I should say yes, but I need to ask seventeen more people yep. first. And what you, when you lean it out, you get better results, and, you, and your that, clients feel it. I said that to Nicole the other day on another client. She said, "You know, what do you think about this?" And I said, "Do it." And she goes, "I I, I felt that way." I said. Nicole, don't even ask me. If you feel that way and you know that it's right for the company, do it. Because, again, then the account, then the client's going to believe that Nicole has the ability to answer questions. She doesn't need to go back to management, to ask management, to come back to the client just to say yes. So I said to Nicole, you know, take the, take, do it. And they said, if something ends up wrong, we'll figure it out. We'll fix right. it together. And right. again, we're not, you're not going to get yelled at and, you know, you're not going to get in trouble or written up. We're going to figure it out together as a team and we'll get it done. It's a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. I a- find it's very important to tell the team, not obviously not everything, but have them involved in some of the goal planning. Like you ask them individually, what's your one, three, five, but I'm sure at some point you share the goals of the company as well with mm-hmm. them because you want them invested in what the company is doing. I know we often have, um, you know, we'll, we'll call a team meeting and we'll be like, okay, this is kind of what I'm thinking. What do you guys think? Is this the right, you know, and I'll go to them for their ideas as well, because they're in the, they're in the trenches as well. Yep. And, you know, it, it makes a big difference. And you go to the people that are doing the job, ask them yeah, the questions. Yeah. You'll, get, you'll get things as a management team mm-hmm. that tell you what the way forward is. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think, so, I, tell me if I'm wrong, some of those one, three fives may lead into conversations like, Got to be honest with you. Your five-year plan is not here, and and so, but that's not a problem if you know and you can work to it. Um, and it sounds, you know, I would, maybe that hasn't come up for you guys, but sometimes I, I know yeah, you have a fun, you have like that smiley yeah. look on your face, like I'm thinking of. I want to be, be a pilot. It's like, I'm not sure we're going to help you with that. That's not. <laughs> the good thing is that we're not. You know, I mean, we're wingmen, but we're not pilots. Right, right. Exactly. 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 But uh, you know, a lot of the things that they've come up with are are all goals that I think that with their hard work and the company growing can all make it. So, so, so far, so good. No pilots. No pilots. No pilots uh, are <laughs> but, you know, I, I love when they come up with ideas or they, or they tell me, but kind of about what their goals are. Just, you know, again, when I think back to when I worked for mm-hmm. a corporation, no one asked me what my goals were. No one asked me, no one cared if I wanted to buy a house or what, what, what I wanted to do or what, like, so I, I kind of, I like, and it kind of gives me a learning to, to, to understand more about them as people. And, right. uh, and that it's not just about, you know, you know, getting a, a specific job done. It's also about wh- who they are, what they want to accomplish and how Wingman can help, help them. them get there. Yeah. So it sounds like Wingman does a really good, uh, great jobs on two fronts. You know, your client, which is important, but you know, your associate, which is equally important. So oh, yeah. you, when you put those two, two together, together. you truly know who you're serving and who you're asking to serve. Um, do the serving. We try our best it's, every day. Yeah. 
Good morning, Marie. Thanks for joining Marie Nogos. Um, morning, Marie. So one of the things I was going to say is, um, and we'll close up too, but I have, it's funny. I ask the question when I'm interviewing, what do you want to get from the, this job? What is, you know, why are you interviewing for this? What is it that you want to get? Not I'm interviewing because I fit the skills. No, what can I give you? Mm-hmm. And most of the time they're floored by that question. Mm-hmm. And But I start out that way because I don't want to have, you know, I want to make sure it's a good experience for both. And are you looking like for are you looking for a paycheck or are you looking to come someplace add value? Because your team is driven. It's, it's value so funny team. that you said that because we don't offer the paycheck, but Sandy wanted to add value, so we're we're good. Sandy adds a lot of value. That's a, wait, try that. <laughs> yeah. I, I want you to work. I'm not going to pay you. I can't pay you a lot, but I can pay you. Um, but you know, it, we are growing, and and they have a, have a dedicated team. And it sounds like you have a dedicated team as well. And Mikey, we know, is beyond dedication. He's just every. He's the, he's the cat of the week. He is the cat of the week. So it is ten o'clock. Our podcast is over. Sadly, oh, it's a pleasure. Thank, thank you, you was, for having me. It was awesome learning about you. Your business fascinating. Thank so thank you. Um, we will be back on. Set, we're off the rest of this month on podcast. I mean, when I tell you we tried to take time off, we tried to take time off. Um, we're back on September 9th with Dr. Monica Sood, Kaya Health and Wellness. Really interesting concepts with them. It's she's uh, re- her story is amazing. So uh, look forward to hearing from her and helping you guys listen to hear from her as well. Kevin McCormick, thank you for listening. Um, and Kevin thanked you guys so thank for you. Person, so um all right thank you very much Ming thanks for having us again thanks, we'll Ming. see you in a couple weeks <laughs>